This city is a dirty, ugly thing. A monster born of a violent past, clawing its way into a doomed future. The streets are its veins, carrying its diseased lifeblood. Its skyscrapers are twisted bones, jutting up into the blackened heavens. And at the withered heart of it all is a dingy office tucked into a dilapidated slum. The door reads, Blake Sky, Private Eye. I don't care why you did it. It was stupid. It's and you not could have stupid. Died. You just don't understand the significance. I understand plenty. You told me a dead man was teaching your class. Then you ignored my warning and walked right into a trap. I did not walk into a trap. I went to my dormitory, remained hidden, and spotted the man watching my room. And then went in anyway. No, I snuck in. I managed to slip out the window in the powder room, slide around the ledge outside, and- This is ridiculous. Running around like a damn comic book hero. And I got into my room unseen. You're lucky you didn't fall and break your damn neck. I grabbed a bag, filled it with my books and notes, and then made it right for the window. Yeah? And how did that go for you? It was just bad luck. There was no way he heard me. Right. I'm sure he would have considered that as he was pushing you out the window to your death. How did you find me? By being a damn good detective. No, really. I never said where I lived. Deakin University has four dorms. Shelley, Jackson, Butler, and Hill Hall. Only two of those house women. And Butler Hall has the honors student's wing. So I played the odds. I rolled the dice. How, how did you... I took a semester at Deacon. Let's just say it wasn't for me. Oh. It's a good thing I did, too. Otherwise, you'd be pushing up daisies. I'm not going to apologize. These books, they're important. And they're gonna crack this case wide open for us? Maybe. I can't promise anything, but I can promise you Howard's notes will never get translated without them. It's pretty impressive you made it in without getting spotted. <laughs> you might have a future as a cat burglar ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you've got a real future as a detective. Ha <laughs> ha. Very cute. Didn't know you were a comedian, too. I am a woman of many hidden talents, but seriously, thanks for being there. Where else would I be? Here, talking to your recorder. You really think that I'd... Wait a minute.
Damn it! I left it running. Well, I still got a little wire left on the reel. May I? Hmm? Oh, uh, sure. Be my guest. <clears throat> the mysterious stranger tightened his grip on my wrist, fingers cinching like the strands of a hangman's noose. That's a little melodramatic, don't you think? The situation was grim. The Reaper had shown up and was ready to clock in. Waiter, are we dealing with a hangman or a Reaper now? But then, a guardian angel in a cheap trench coat appeared, handing out justice with the butt of a pistol. Cheap trench coat? Sending the dastardly villain to the floor with a satisfied thud. I have never, once in my entire life, used the word dastardly. Not once. I don't believe that. And that's okay. Alright, now, if you're done mocking my methods, can we continue? I suppose so. <clears throat> Alright, so, Detective Sky knocked the man unconscious, pulling me to safety. After that, we had a heated uh, exchange of opinions. That is an understatement. And then... Oh, right, you checked his pockets. Did you find anything? Mm-hmm. I found this. And this. He... he had a gun? Yeah. Looks like a vintage Derringer. Four barrels, pearl on the handle, embellishment on the metal. It's kind of gorgeous. Someone who owns a gun like this either has a lot of money or a lot of status. It's not enough to kill someone. You've got to kill them with something worth more than they make in a year. I don't know if that's disgusting or flattering. And, uh, there's something engraved here. Cave Occultatum? Beware the hidden. Excuse me? Cave Occultatum. It means beware the hidden. Well, I guess that is fitting for a holdout gun. Here. You take it. Take it? Uh, no, I, I don't... I've never shot a gun before. And hopefully you won't have to. But just in case, I'd rather you be prepared. You just... pull the hammer back like this... and then point and shoot by pulling the trigger. You've got four shots in here, so... make them count. The Derringer is not a strong gun, so if you've got to shoot someone, the face is a great place to start. Hammer, trigger, face. I... I've got it. Listen, you're not going to have to use this. I promise. I'll just sleep easier if you keep it. Right. What's on your mind, kid? That it's not wise to hand me a gun and then call me kid. And that I don't know why carrying this is so upsetting to me. I mean, I stabbed someone to death. Or at least I thought I did. But the thought of planning for it, accepting now, with a clear mind that I'm capable of ending a person's life, it's not easy. 
It shouldn't be. Nobody should want this. But life is full of times when you've got to let a part of you go to keep living. How much can you give up before it's not worth it? I'll let you know when I have an answer on that one. Um, maybe we should check the notepad? Huh? Oh, right, right. Well, uh, we've got decent quality paper here, a leather binding, some sort of, some sort of symbol on the interior cover. Um, Blake, is it just me or does that look a lot like the logo on your door? Huh? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, they're both eyes. But yours has the moon in it. This one has a weird sideways Y shape. Well, uh, maybe it's just artistic liberty with my branding. No, this is different. Your logo has a lot more detail than this. It's artistic more than linguistic. But the symbol here, it's reduced, refined. It reminds me of hieroglyphics, how they simplified as their meaning abstracted. And what exactly does this mean? No clue. Um, the eye obviously ties to sight, but it can mean more. Some cultures, the eye isn't a passive organ. It embodies action. It can also represent beauty, possibly attention. But those are all just guesses since we don't have any footnotes this time. You know, I'm okay with that. It makes it harder to read out loud. I thought you didn't believe in Lucky Rabbit's feet. I don't, but I also didn't believe in dead people walking about and teaching lectures. So, my beliefs are feeling a little more fluid right now. There's a few sketches in here. <laughs> Portraits? Still lifes? Here. You look. Alright, uh... Is... that? I... I think so, yes. But it's spine, it's, it's... I know. Why does it have... I have no idea. Uh, here, just close that. So we have a gun and a book full of unreadable words and nightmare pictures. Not exactly what I was hoping for. <sighs> I wish could have interrogated him. I'm sure that would have gone over well when campus security walked in. I was more worried about his associates than some pretend copper. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Oh, I almost forgot. I brought over some of my other clothes for tonight at the Elephant's Heart. If you still want to give that a shot with me, well, are you going to rush into something and potentially get yourself killed again? No, I won't. I'll make sure we rush in together if we're potentially going to get killed. I guess that works. Oh, come on, come on. Bring those over, bring those over. <laughs> these ones here? Okay, okay. Yeah, these are good. Oh, dust. 
Oh my god. I can't believe that actually worked. Here, kid. Cheers. I'm so ecstatic. I'm going to ignore that. L'chaim. Maybe we should have swiped something a little less potent on the way out. Uh, I'm fine. I, uh... Can you drink that? By choice. Mm. It's, uh... An acquired taste. I'll pass. Thank you. More for me. Besides, I see you as a martini kind of gal. <coughs> anyway, we're, uh... We're getting off track. Right. Go on. Tell your friend here about our Darren Graken. You're the boss. So, we put on our Sunday best and headed down to the Elephant's Heart, hoping to find some connection to August Howard and his mysterious friends. I've never seen it so crowded. And on a Monday night. We slipped in, heading to the bar, hoping for a few words with the bartender. The only problem was, it wasn't the same guy as last time. The older, gruffer man from before had been replaced with some wispy thing that a strong breeze could have blown away. But either way, I needed answers. I ordered a drink, made some small talk, and then, just as he was getting used to us, I asked him where the other guy was. Almost instantly, his expression changed. Panic and dread ate away at the charming veneer of hospitality, revealing the ugly truth. The old bartender was dead, and this one was trying hard not to follow in his footsteps. I feel sort of sorry for him. He looked terrified. Well, he probably had no clue what he had gotten into until it was too late. Either way, he wasn't telling us anything. Oh, can I do the next part? Are you going to make it a joke like last time? No more than you do. Cute. Go ahead. All right. After Blake terrified the poor bartender, we decided to look around for any members of the professor's inner circle. But there wasn't any sign of them. Just a pack of rowdy sailors on shore leave, making a racket and bothering the other patrons. Reminded me of my time during the war. You were in the war? How old are you, exactly? What did you do? Eleanor, focus. Fine, fine. Things seem to be pretty bleak, but that was when you said something that gave me an idea. This is where you say the thing. Oh, right. That waitress looks a lot like Marion Davies. No, the other thing. There's no way that this drink isn't watered down. Ugh, no. You said the only thing left was to check the back, but there was no way we could make it without the bouncers catching us. You know, I couldn't have said that better myself. I don't know which is worse, when you take yourself seriously or when you don't. It's a toss-up, really. Regardless, your comment gave me an idea. I grabbed your drink, poured it on myself, and marched to the bouncer fuming and telling him one of the more obnoxious sailors had spilled the liquor all over me. An astounding performance. You should have seen me convince my parents it was my brother Aleski who caught into the galaji. 
Still, I was surprised how quickly it all got out of hand. Those Navy boys practically leapt on that bouncer. By the time the others were there to help, it was a full-on brawl. What can I say? I've got a gift. If only you had had that gift when we snuck back and bumbled into those two ugly mugs. Hey! They caught me off guard. Besides, you handled it. That is one way of putting it. Next time, can we handle it in a way that I don't have to take a few on the chin now? Yeah, that did look pretty rough. Uh, but then you did that thing where you pulled his coat over his head and then kicked him really hard. Or, or when his friend grabbed you from behind, you slammed him into the wall and- While I appreciate the praise, I'd still rather not get punched. I feel like some dreams aren't meant to come true, Mr. Sky. Don't I know it. Anyway, with both the brutes laid out, we had a clear shot to the back office. Which was where we hit the mother load. More books in our mystery language, but others as well, some of them in English. Well, notes in English, but a few were actually texts translating the secret language into what looked like old French or Latin much easier to translate. And that, that was just the tip of the iceberg. It wasn't just antiquated books. There were maps of the city, ledgers of transactions and shorthand notes talking about guns and drugs and more. Howard and his friends were part of something, some seedy, illicit enterprise. And based on all of the evidence, it was getting big. But what's the connection? How do you tie Bronze Age writing to a crime syndicate? That I don't know. But we know that this connection exists. And it involves Howard, his friends, and the Elephant's Heart. And now, we've got the tools to find them in these books. Blake, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get busy in. Or, uh, actually, maybe I can. You wouldn't happen to have anything to eat between all these empty liquor bottles, would you? Not unless you want to boil my shoes and chow on them. But, there is a diner down the block. Have them wrap something up for us. Let the old rat know that I'm getting paid again and I'll settle my tab tomorrow. Okay. Anything in particular? Surprise me. Mm, dangerous words, Mr. Sky. Danger is my middle name. Somehow I doubt that. Ah, uh, but I'll be back soon. <sighs> I gotta tell you, Webster. It's pretty exciting. With all this, I think we can get to the bottom of things. Keep Eleanor out of trouble. And maybe give the cops enough evidence to lock up a pack of scumbags. I hate to say it, but I'm actually feeling hopeful for the first time since, well, since you know when. Maybe the worst is finally over. You're back early. Forget something? Forget something? No, no, Mr. Scar. I remember quite a great deal since you shot me. You're... Professor Augustine Howard in the flesh. And you and I... We have much to discuss.